coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show. Six years ago, I had a year to live, according to mainstream medicine. So I don't believe that. I'm going to be at least in my 80s. Uh, Where do I see myself? I see myself on a farm with my kids and my grandkids, and we're all working from our permaculture farm, and I'm still in health, and I've got one kid that does computer game coding, and he's still doing that, and another one is an animal keeper. So, you know, we're all doing that from our happy place. Welcome to the show from the The MD MD and Chef Team. Team. I'm Dr. Isabel medical doctor here at the MD and Chef team. And who are you? I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. (laughs) Yes. Well, then (laughs) we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen. And we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We We like like to have fun, fun too. So let's Let's get get on on with the show. Hi, Magic. How are you doing? I'm great today, Dr. Isabel. How are you? (laughs) Good. Please call me Isabel. Sure. (laughs) Hey, where are you coming from? Where are you right now in the world? I am in Australia. I'm in Victoria, so down south. And it's uh, we're just coming out of our last frost, so it's a little bit chilly. Yes, it's chilly here in New Zealand too. We're almost into, well, we have started spring, right? Yeah, it's spring, but we had a surprise frost. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. I just, I was doing the rebounder this morning, getting ready, you know, getting my exercise done, you know, just getting exercise done before we start the day. And I was doing the rebounder and oh my gosh, it was hailing outside. And then it was sunny and then it was hailing and then it was sunny. I was like, (laughs) okay, I get you. I get your weather. Hey, how about if I introduce you to our listeners today? Is that okay? All right. Great. I'll just go ahead and do a little bit of your introduction because I want the, I want you to share your story. What an no amazing. Problem. All right. Great. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Isabel. Welcome to the MD and Chef team. Today, I have Magic Barclay, who is the lead practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and the host of the podcast, A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. Magic's life changed when she faced multiple life-threatening conditions. She then decided to find the root cause of her health issues, and that set her on a path of life-changing learning. You know, that really is a lot of everybody's story, isn't it? Like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me, and they're now not what? figuring it yeah. out. Now, how am I going to get this figured out? Magic helps mainly women aged 60, 45 to 65 who feel unheard or misled by the mainstream medicine or anyone who wants to bring their health back to basics by treating the root cause and the systems of the body. She is also a master practitioner in mold toxicity recovery. Holy moly, that is intense. Personally, she is a mom of two amazing human beings and two gorgeous fur babies. I love that. And a grower of organic food for her family and passionate about native gardening. 
Love it. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. Well, I know it's early there. I know it's only seven o'clock in the morning, but could you tell us what's gone on? What happened to you? And tell us your story. Sure. Well, you know, for years I never felt well. And I was going to doctors and they were just telling me I was making it up. I was attention seeking, you know, something's always wrong with you. Like, you know, go away kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I was super morbidly obese. I'm a very short person. I'm five, three, five, four, somewhere about there. And I looked like I'd swallowed a cow, <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. And it was all central. I didn't know what that meant back then. Right. So I just thought, well, big is big. You know, we use the F word. I was fat. (laughs) And uh, I didn't know that where that weight was was important because no one told me. The whole time I was going to the doctors, they're saying, you know, eat less, move more. So I did. I went on all these diets. And of course, every time I dropped weight, it brought friends back in for a party. And I opened my own gym because I thought, well, exercise is the way to go. And I was smashing out three hour a day workouts and going nowhere, still had central adipose tissue or obesity. I'd lost a lot of the rest of it, but I still had like a big floaty around the middle. Mm. And uh, so I thought, no, something's not right. Anyway, had to close my gym, move um, towns, you know, marriage breakup, all that kind of thing. And with all the stress, the extra stress, wham. I was stopped in my tracks. I was so unwell that the stuff I'd been through for the past 15 years looked like, you know, playing in the snowflakes basically. And I found a GP straight out of college and I said, something's going on. You know, I think it's my thyroid. I've been saying this now for 15 years. And he goes, I think you're right. And I was like, what? Ah! Yeah, I'm right. I'm right about something. I'm not making it up. Okay. And so he said, but I actually don't know enough. Let's do some testing. Let's find out. And so he gave me the label. And I say gave me the label because I don't believe in diagnoses. Uh, He gave me the label of Cushing syndrome. And he goes, there's something more sinister here. There's a tumour somewhere. So, you know, we did all the testing. I was very much a believer of mainstream medicine back then. And, uh, you know, it was like, hail to the GP. No offence to all the GPs. But, you know, this guy did take me seriously and we did find that I had a cancer and I hadn't been well for the past 15 years. Things were leading up to it. And he said, now we've got this added problem of Cushing's. Your adrenals are done they are spent Mm. and I said well you know I've looked into cortisol and where my weight is is cortisol weight and he goes yeah you're right (laughs) I was like oh no so and and for the listeners and for the listeners listening that central obesity or no that that weight between our breasts and our hips that yep. central obesity. And you really need to, whenever I see somebody like that now, you and I both know because of what we've been trained, yep. oh, their adrenals are are acting, are responding to stress. That's exactly. all stress weight. Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't exactly. want to interrupt. I just kind of no, want no, to that, that's an people understand. Uh, distinction to make. So it's very different to what I'd been told, which was move more, eat less, because mm. that was actually causing more weight. So yes. when you put yourself on a diet, 
and when you exercise like a demon because you were told to because, you know, that's the way it is for weight, that actually increases that weight that I was trying to get rid of. So, you know, everything was starting to drop into place. So anyway, I was stage four cancer by the time we found it. It had been there a while mm-hmm. and my losing my voice all the time, not being able to swallow, you know, not being able to enjoy anything, crazy endocrine mood swings, you know, that couldn't be explained by anything else. Well, we had the explanation for all of those symptoms. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, I was going through my divorce and had to have surgery. I didn't want it. I wanted to go the natural route. I wanted to look into functional medicine. But the court system basically told me have the surgery or lose the kids. Like, you know, you have a choice here. So I did. And then I said, right, I've had the surgery. Now I'm walking away. So that's when I threw myself into functional medicine and really looking at the systems of the body and everything I'd been through fell into place it was like so many light bulb moments went off that the whole sky was illuminated yeah right Right. and I realized what I had been hearing from my body all the time and trying to tell the doctors my body was trying to tell me what was happening and it was a matter of listen to those whispers before they become the screams so now that's what I do You know, unfortunately, I do have complications from that forced surgery. And uh, so I actually have this um, extra padding under my chin, you could say. And that's from? Uh, I have lymphedema from the surgery. Okay. And where was the cancer? The cancer was in my thyroid. Oh, yes. Okay. So it was (laughs) a thyroid. Yeah, it had spread to my lymph nodes. So I was left with lymphedema post-surgery hypoxia because they the way they put my neck back together post-surgery caused some stenosis so for the listeners that pulls all the bones together all the vertebrae in your neck and uh, so that crushes my airways a fair bit crushes my nerves so you know Mm. I'm dealing with some issues but again what is the cause that's what I treat So now I have a a thriving functional health practice and I teach my clients how to treat those those whispers that are coming up. You know, don't ignore them. If you think something's not right, something's not right. Listen to your body. I know. And if you're not getting answers from mainstream medicine, please search because there is an answer. There is. And you know what? Our bodies are amazing. They want us to be alive. They want us to be safe. They want us to be able to enjoy our life and have children and grandchildren and, you know, frolic in the waves at the beach. Sorry, I just saw Isabel's uh, website a minute ago, so it came (laughs) to my mind. And, uh, you know, our bodies want us to enjoy our lives. It's not a matter of our body's trying to kill us. So when we hear about things like autoimmune, mainstream medicines say that's your immune system turning on you. It's trying to take you down. No, it's trying to find a safe place and a safe way of being for you. And we really have to start appreciating our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, do I wish I didn't have five chins? Sure. But at the moment, that's the way it is for my body to keep me safe. So I have to go, okay, I get you. I don't like looking at you, but I get you and that's okay. 
Are you doing a uh, rebounding at all? For- I am. I actually have my rebounder <laughs> just behind my computer. Oh, good job. Yeah. Good job. Hey, listen, I wanted to ask you, what is the PNEI of trauma? Now, PNEI stands for psycho neuroendoimmune. But what can you kind of like explain to the audience? What does that mean? And what do you do? Sure. So I learned about this reading uh, Dr. Gabor Mate's book, When the Body Says No. And when he wrote that book, it was just um, emerging as a theory. And so I've really thrown myself there and I actually teach other practitioners about it. So what is it? Well, it's the link between what we feel and think from our limbic centre of our brain, so the the central part of your brain. So you have three parts of your brain. So it's what we feel and think. It's emotions and it's behaviours that we create that can actually cause a nervous system response. So these four systems that I'm about to mention are critically linked to keep you safe. Remember I said before your body wants you alive, right? Mm. So we think and feel something from usually from a trauma. Now, you know, it can be from a childhood trauma. It can be from a car accident yesterday. You know, it can be from anything. It doesn't have to be chronic or acute. It can be from both. And so we we think or feel something and then our nervous system responds. And when the nervous system responds, it calls in the endocrine system to back it up. So that's your hormone system, okay? And then when all of this is going on, the immune system goes, wow, there's all this stuff happening. There's excess hormones. You know, it could be cortisol, your stress hormone. It could be estrogen. Um, the nervous system's not happy. That's really important because it's a major messenger system of the body. So the immune system says, I'm just going to shut you down. You need to stop. And a really good um, demonstration of this, it's a little bit silly, but it kind of, uh, shows you how these four work together is imagine getting on a stage to talk to 30,000 people, okay? And you don't normally like public speaking, right? <laughs> I love <Okay>. public speaking. <laughs> I do, but, but for the example, we're going to say we don't like public That's speaking. That's right, We're okay. going to get on a stage, 30,000 people, and, you know, you've got five minutes to prep your speech, right? So you're really stressed. So what are you thinking? You might be thinking, I don't like talking to 30,000 people. I don't know my topic well enough. What if I forget my notes? Um, you know, maybe I'm not good enough for this. So the P has come in. The limbic brain is putting all these thoughts and emotions there, right? You might just want to cry and you can't because you've got your makeup done. And so, you know, you're trying to hold it in, trying to be strong. Yeah. All of a sudden you might go, oh, my foot hurts, my back hurts. What's going on? I can't feel my fingers. So your nervous system's jumping in and it's sending pain responses to keep you safe. It's trying to slow you down because it knows these thoughts that's going on in the pee, right? That doesn't stop you because you still got to give the speech. So the end goes, all right, E, endocrine, jump in. All of a sudden you're sweating buckets, you're hot, you're red, you're clammy, you're sticky, you're like, I can't go on the stage. I feel like I've just come out of a sauna you know and my heart's beating really fast and what's going on so the e's trying to keep you safe now the i just says look guys come on you've got to stop this all of a sudden you're about to walk onto the stage and you're like <clears throat> oh i feel like i've got 
laryngitis coming on. Oh, no, my nose is dripping. What is going on? So your eye is saying, now you need to have an immune response because you're not safe. There's 30,000 tigers right. out there facing yeah, you yeah. about to leap on you. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's a really silly example, but it shows you how they all work in together. Right. And we can ignore all the others, but we can't ignore the immune system because when we ignore it long enough, we do end up with autoimmunes or multiple autoimmunes. So, you know, this is where this system works in. And it can be from as little as when you were like three and, you know, someone told you maybe, you know, a parent might say, what you have to say isn't important right now. No one needs to hear from you. Right? They could be having a fight. You don't know they're having a fight. They've got their own thing. You hear that. You make it mean something. And this can keep snowballing for decades. Mm-hmm. Like nobody wants to hear from me. I have nothing to say. Yeah. And then then you get into the shy, you know, you're hiding. You, you hide, you yep. know, because. Ladies, are you tired of searching for your answers all over the internet and wish there was one place you could learn all about women's brain health? Well, Chef Michael and myself have you covered with the most up-to-date medical research. We cover what to eat to optimize your brain health so you think clearly, consistently. Balance your hormones, improve your sleep, get the negative out of your mind, learn to exercise in short bursts, have successful relationships, learn to deal with anxiety and depression successfully, and have more peace, love, and joy in your life. We invite you to join Optimizing Women's Brain Health. It's a free and private Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Now, back to the podcast. My parents said, that, yeah, I know. Or it could easily even be, I just have an, a friend whose experiences um, two years ago had a tough time getting a job. And now they're in a much better place, you know, in the work field, but they're very unhappy. They're being they're abu- they're being abused psychologically yeah, in yeah. the workplace, but they their trauma in their brain, the limbic system was like, oh no, remember what happened last time? You couldn't find a job. You're safe here. Stay here. But you know, it's like an abused person. Mm-hmm. You know, in a marriage, you just you know what it is. You know what you're going to get, but you just keep on living in that area. And yeah, you're right. Your body wants to keep you safe. Even if it's not safe, but at least you you know all the parameters. Exactly. Even if that means complete inaction, and I can say that because for 14 years I was not in a safe marriage. Mm. So I was in what we call analysis paralysis. I couldn't make a decision either way because, do you know what, I wasn't dead yet. So 14 Mm. years in an unsafe household Mm. was the safest option for me because I didn't know what else to do and, you know, being told for so long you'll never survive without me, it kind of makes something Mm. in your brain happen. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, for your friend who's, you know, in a job that they're unhappy with, that analysis paralysis will kick in because you have to stay safe and you're not dead yet. So your body just makes that mean 
this could be a safe place. Right. And how many times are we all in that situation? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we really, you know, that's why it's so important to be talking about this. The limbic system is a ruler, you know, because it wants to keep you safe and it's got all its friends involved, you know, the endocrine system, the immune system. Yeah. All, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I learned about the limbic system the hard way and holy moly, has it changed my life. <laughs> I wanted to ask you another question. Why? I mean, you and I both know this, but I, I like to educate people here at MD and Chef Team. Why? Do we need to work on the root causes? Like, why is this so important? Yeah, well, sorry, mainstream medicine, but I don't like your uh, treating with reductionism and treating the symptom because the symptom is just a message. So why do we treat root cause? Well, I like that. The symptom is a message. It's just a message. Yeah, yeah, very good. So, okay, imagine... I love these analogies. Sorry, I get carried away with them. That's fine. Imagine you've cut yourself. Now, this is going to be a little bit gross, okay? Sorry, people. But you cut yourself on your foot, maybe the side of your foot, and it's pretty deep cut and you put a Band-Aid on it. In your mind, you're like, mm, maybe this needs stitches, maybe I need to clean the area, but you're like, nah, I need to go swimming. It's a beautiful day. I want to go to the swimming pool. I'm going to put a Band-Aid on it, right? You're not treating the actual root cause. You're treating the symptom, which is covering up the cut, okay? Stop it bleeding everywhere. So you put a Band-Aid on, you go to the swimming pool, right? And you know this is going to get gross. <laughs> and you jump in and you're having a great time. You're ignoring the fact that you've got this gash in the side of your foot and the Band-Aid comes off. And it's now one of those yucky Band-Aids on the bottom of the pool. We've all seen them, let's face oh, it. Oh, yeah. We've all been there, right? And you're like, oh, Band-Aid came off. Put another one on. Not a problem. The glue starts lifting a bit and, you know, you've done with the swimming, you've left a Band-Aid in the pool and you go to put your shoes and socks on and the corner of this new Band-Aid is lifting up because the glue's just not holding it all together. Your foot's still bleeding, right? Now you're starting to give it an infection in there because you went swimming and you changed Band-Aids and, you know, yada, yada. The cut is still there. So what treating with reductionism is, as mainstream medicine does, is it's just putting the Band-Aid on. Stop the bleeding from bleeding everywhere. You can enjoy your life. Everything's great. Just keep putting new Band-Aids on. All right. But when we look at holism and when we're treating the root cause, we are looking at what started the bleeding, which mm -hmm. is the symptom. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a cut there. We need to fix the cut. We need to clean the area. We need to make sure there's no infection in the cut. So by treating the root cause, your foot's going to stop bleeding. But if you just keep changing Band-Aids, that gash is still there. That cut is still there. So that's kind of, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. a bit of a pictorial view of right. what root cause is. So when it comes to bigger things in our body, like an autoimmune disorder or, you know, like cortisol toxicity or any number of things, if we don't treat the root cause, our body finds ways to tell us what is going on, okay? I know. So with know. my cortisol weight, losing the weight wasn't the answer. Treating why my cortisol was high was the answer. And what was the cause of your high cortisol, your stressful oh, life? Stress junkie. Yeah, your marriage too, yeah, right? Well, not just marriage, but 
narcissistic parents and, you know, being estranged from my brother and childhood trauma. So this was all still there. Mm-hmm. Losing mm-hmm. the weight by running on a treadmill and lifting weights, yeah, oh. okay, good for me, but not actually addressing the past 40 years of what had happened. And the story you must have been telling yourself during all that time, like, ah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought can it imagine. was my fault. The yeah. whole thing, I thought it was my fault. Right, right. So, well, you know, I get this you. is, yeah, this is why we need to treat the root cause because yeah. if you don't, things are going to keep happening. Amen. Amen. And and also let's stop cutting the side of our feet, you know, let's avoid that from happening. And That's you learn right. that by by dealing with the root cause. Yeah. Um, and then uh you also help women reinvent themselves yes. after after the age of 40. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. How do you do that? First of all, how how young are you? I am 50. Yay! So my 50th birthday this year. <laughs> right, you look great. You do not Thank look you. 50 at all. Thank you. <laughs> and do you, the story that you've got for the rest of your life, you know, do you see uh like living how old do you want to live to be? What what do, what do you see your story being? Yeah, look, I see myself well into my 80s. And uh just to give the listeners a bit of an idea, 6 years ago I had a year to live according to mainstream medicine. So I don't believe that. I'm going to be at least in my 80s. Uh, where do I see myself? I see myself on a farm with my kids and my grandkids and we're all working from our permaculture farm and I'm still in health and I've got one kid that does computer game coding and he's still doing that and another one is an animal keeper. So, you know, we're all doing that from our happy place. And I can't wait to be a grandma. But anyway, keep dropping there, hints. They're uh, just not listening to me yet. Yeah, anyway. well, it's their timing. Their timing. I know. I Not our. So tell us, how do you reinvent? How do you help women reinvent themselves? Because something does happen in our forties. We're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't want to do this for the rest of my. I want to do something different. Exactly. So. With coaching, so with results coaching and with treating root cause of health issues, you can reinvent yourself and you can find out truly who you are. And this is, I think, something as women we've lost. I'm a child of the 70s and 80s and, you know, it's a very androgynous time. It's not like the 50s, a woman is a woman and, you know, here's your life. We were actually taught to start questioning our lives and we don't have to be in the kitchen and with the apron on and and that's great. You know, either side is great. Whatever floats your boat is great. Mm-hmm. But I think now as women of the 70s and, and 80s particularly, and I can say it because I'm that person, we get to our 40s and we're like, oh, is this all there is? What now? Yeah, the Kids are growing up. Marriage might be over. Maybe it's not, and that's great. Good for you. But things are changing. Things are shifting. And I think as women, you know, for so long we've been told be of service to others and maybe don't be of service to yourself. And I think this is where we need to make this distinction Uh as we need to come first. And I'm saying this because it took me 40 or 40 plus, 45 years 
you know, it was only five years ago that I learned this, that you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you are not okay, you can't make everyone else okay. I was just going and going and going, making sure everyone else was okay. And people would say, Magic, who are you? I'm a mom and I'm a wife and I'm a teacher and I'm this and I'm that. No, but who are you? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is through results coaching, we can get this. Who are you? Right. So in my bio, I said, I'm a grower of organic food and a native gardener and a, I'm still a mum. But what I actually am is someone who now appreciates what my body is telling me. I may not like what it's telling me at the moment, but I appreciate it. And I'm someone who can listen to my inner being. And I'm someone who can shut my business down for the day to go and sit in the sun because that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm someone who without feeling things. guilty, without yeah. The, without yeah. the inner critic going, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be helping people. Exactly. Actually, I did this yesterday. I closed my office down for the day. It was Sunday here. And I actually had some uh, paperwork I needed to do for this week. And I thought, do you know what? I'm Oh, it was Monday, actually. Sorry. I'm actually just going to go for a drive in my car and go to the bush. And so that's what I did. I walked around in the sun, in the Australian bush, went on a road trip. Nice. My kids were calling me like, where are you? You're supposed to be in the office today. And I'm like, no, I'm having a me day. This That's- is who I am. I am someone who wants to walk in the sun, in the bush. And so we need to learn how to do that. And so, as I said, through coaching and through treating root cause of illness, we can detach from those labels, detach from those diagnoses. We are not our autoimmune. We are not our thyroid cancer. We are not our cortisol issues. You know, we are a living, breathing organism that has joys and needs and wants, and that's what we need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And you help women find that. Definitely. And start start expressing that in their lives. Because you're yeah. right, we are raised to serve, serve, serve. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if you want cortisol issues, that's the way to go. That's the way to Keep do it. being <laughs> of service to everyone else and forget about yourself. Oh, I know. And your adrenals will match you. They oh, will man. see that bet and they will raise it. I have to confess, I I did a Dutch test on myself and my, oh my gosh, I was so scared. My cortisol levels were f- almost flat, almost. It took me a year and a half to get that back to normal. So I just want to say, listen to your body. <laughs> Don't stress yourself out. And if you are stressed, get help. See magic. Well, what we're going to land this plane now. And yeah. when we land this plane, I'd love for you to give um, our listeners three action steps that they can start implementing right away. You know, baby steps that they can start using. Okay. Three action steps. First of all, what do you feel like doing today? Right? You may be having to work, maybe having to cook for the family. Put all that aside. What do you feel like doing today? If that means you feel like sitting in the park and talking to the birds, well, if you have to be at work, you've got a lunch break. So you can still sit in the park and talk to the birds. Okay? If that means you want to go for a walk and the kids have to have takeaway because you're off for a walk, go have the walk. 
that's not going to kill them to get, you know, burgers for a night. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. They'll survive. Yeah. But you might not. So go for the walk, okay? Right. So what do you feel like doing today is the first thing. Mm-hmm. Establish who you are. What are the things that you stand for? What are your golden values that keep you going? So for me, mine and my family, nurturing myself, nature. So they're the things that I strive for every day. My family's only happy when I'm happy. I can tell you a grumpy magic walking around the house because she hasn't nurtured herself. Yeah. These guys are walking on eggshells. I know. Happy mom, know. happy life. Yeah, they know <laughs> I will bite their head off if I see one bit of dirt on the floor, not because the dirt's on the floor, but because I'm not happy. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And the third thing to land this plane, right, is be in touch with you. Now, it sounds like the others, but it's not. It's really work out what makes you you because you are unique and this is the point I'm getting to. You cannot go by what other people are telling you. You cannot go by comparing yourself to others. You need to know why you're unique and, you know, sometimes that uniqueness can get in the way. I know for myself I can be polarising to some people. That's not my problem. I am unique. I am, you know, this mixture of thoughts and feelings and cells and, you know, all this great stuff that makes me me. So really hold on to that uniqueness. Is that even a word? It is now. And really cherish who you are. Hold on to you. Yeah, very good. Really good points. So the three action steps are what do you feel like doing today and do it for yourself. Uh, Two is establish who you are. And one of the good ways of doing that is writing it down. Who are you? And write down I am because underlining that word am actually increases the chances of you becoming that. You may not be that, but you are becoming that and who you want to be. And then number three is be in touch with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this morning, I always have, that's so good. Like this morning, I always have time uh, reading the Bible. I I love the Bible. And um, I was reading it and I said, I need something that I can focus on today. And for me, being in touch with what I need for my life for today is I needed a word. And the word that came to me was patient endurance. So that for me is my medicine. Those words fill me that that's, that's, that's in my heart to help me through the day. Cause you know, you and I are real go-getters and we want to like get it done and get it done now. And why is it taking so long? Right. So yeah, be in touch with yourself. Absolutely. I love that. Totally. Uh, And just for the listeners, before we go, if you do these things, your body will see you. It will match you. If you don't do these things, we've spoken about cortisol, we've spoken about adrenal burnout, your body will see you. It will match you. That is really important to know. Yeah, absolutely. Your body is listening loud and clear. Um, I wanted to ask when you said uh, that book, When the Body Says No, who was that by? Dr. Gabor Mate. How do you spell his surname? Uh, M-A-T-E. It's got one of those little uh, oh, mate. Know, I studied mate. French, yeah, one of yeah. those things on it. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Very good. That sounds good. All right. So where can people find you, Magic? So you can find us at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's holistic with a W because we treat with holism. Uh, There you can book our root cause analysis, which is free, and, uh, you know, find out what is going on for your body. Uh, There's no obligation from there. We just want to be able to teach you what is happening in your body. You can find our blogs, our podcasts, all the good stuff at the website there. Great. And that'll be in the show notes, just so, just so the listeners know. Well, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. I wish you a wonderful life. And I'm so proud of you. And I applaud you for, for figuring this out and still being on the journey of figuring things out. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for such kind, loving words. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for joining me. I'm Dr. Isabel, your host of the MD and Chef team. Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and left us a review.